Blog Talk Radio. Turn off all your lights now. This show can only be heard in the dark. Come on now, you've listened long enough to know that this show can only be heard in the dark and that I am scratching my talons against the cold marble coffin all the way out here at the Wasteland Weekend Cinema Wasteland. All you little horror, and it is windy out here. All you little horror fans. Windy. Matter of fact, Miss X's beautiful curly blonde hair. So beautiful and thick and long. It's blowing in the breeze out here. Breeze? Like 30 miles an hour wind. What I don't go through for you people. What I don't go through to do this show. Oh, boy. What I don't go through. Feel that nice drop of wind right in your face. Black clad cinema wasteland horror movie monster weekend. So, my darling chiller thrillers, welcome, welcome once again. Getting yourself all psyched up and ready for the wonderful, wonderful cinema wasteland. Miss X, the only woman that puts on lipstick and curls her long blonde hair when nobody can see it, even though nobody can see. This is internet radio. can't see my beautiful makeup, and it is cold out here on this very exciting Cinema Wasteland Weekend. So that's twice a year, these little geeks, the dateless, the loneliest, get together, and they meet famous celeb, celebrity actors from all monster and science fiction movies of old. I feel like I'm hosting like one of those pre- Academy Award night show. <laughs> it is so cold out here. I don't even have my shoes on. Like one shoe is on, one gray clad little shoe is on, and the other one is off. Oh, well, no, they're both on, but it took me a long time to get on it, and I was rushing to do this show tonight because at the last minute, only at the last minute, my chiller thrillers, did I find out that none other than D. Wallace of E.T. and Cujo 
not just of E.T., mind you, the extraterrestrial, but also of the scariest, some of the scariest fear-inducing, ah, exactly, fear-inducing movie scenes I've seen from Cujo, where she's in that car with that dog, like that outside. And, you know, the thing that I would ask D. Wallace, if I was in front of D. Wallace at Cinema Wasteland right now, would be, why the hell didn't somebody pick up that bat, notice that bat laying on the floor as soon as you got in the car in Cujo so that you didn't have to sit there overnight? But, as a wise man once said, if that were the case, there would be no horror movies. Yes, I always want to change the ending to the monster movies. I always want to improve on it, and that's why there would be no horror movie if they all did what I say to do. It's so cold out here. I mean, so cold. You know, it's often cold Cinema Wasteland weekend, but this is just ridiculous. It's April! Oh, hot. I think it's April. You know, these actors, these well-known Pulp Fiction guys that are here at Cinema Wasteland this weekend that were in the 1994 film Pulp Fiction, and Dee Wallace and all the other wonderful people are much better than me, much better than Miss X, because there is no way in H-E-L-L, there is no way in heck that I would ever crawl out here for three days in this kind of weather. Wait, I would say wait till October because Cinema Wasteland is twice a year. But even October, my birthday month is freezing. This has been a ridiculously long winter up in the wasteland land, which is repetitive. This is the perfect place, of oh, the perfect name is Wasteland, because that area is such a wasteland. Ah, up in Wasteland, where my, ha- my hands are so cold. I was out here just... Introducing the show about three seconds, and my fingers are already so cold. You need gloves on, what is it, April 6th? It is April 6th in the year 2018, 2018, and you need gloves out here. That's how cold it is. And yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, I turn to the north, to the south, to the west, and to the east as I broadcast across this entire planet we call Earth. And yes, I did not find out about the guest list. Yes, guest list until right before the show. Very, uh, very last minute before the show. Just about like a half hour or so before the show. Also, I mentioned Dee Wallace is here at Cinema Wasteland. All this entire weekend, I believe. Pulp Fiction, Stephen Hebert from Pulp Fiction, who played the Gimp in Pulp Fiction. How many times can I say Pulp Fiction is here? There's also another actor from Pulp Fiction at Cinema Wasteland. And, you know, people used to say I look like Uma Thurman from Pulp Fiction. Yes, Miss X looks like Uma, Uma Thurman. There is Gary Kent, who was in Dracula versus Frankenstein, 1971. You know that. Haven't I not played? Have I not played the famous Dracula versus Frankenstein, 1971? Not only here on Night Owls Radio, but also I post it. I'm sure I posted Dracula versus Frankenstein, the entire film, in its entirety on my F page over there at Radio Miss X. 
I think it's, I better finally have the address right after like four years. I think it's Radio Miss X. You can like the page. I think the page is Radio Miss X. But you can just go to Night Owls Radio, do a search, and search your little, your little searchers, and look under Night Owls Radio with Miss X on F-Book, and like the page. We got some new people. Well, somebody new like the page. Rooney. Woo! Wait a minute. Rooney. Got to put this down and clap for Rooney. Listener mail. Woo! Somebody actually likes the page. Okay. They like the Night Owls radio page. Thanks, Rooney. Oh, Rooney and everybody else. You know, I'm sure Count Gore from Washington, D.C. TV is here at Wasteland this weekend. At the Wasteland! I met Count Gore. I interviewed Count Gore on this show in the past. I also met the cemetery zombie, as he was well known, Bill Hinsman, from the original Night of the Living Dead. He was there many, many years at Cinema Wasteland. Cinema. Cinema. Cinema Wasteland. And I did finally meet him. Uh, I want to say 2009. Cinema Wasteland. It's been that long since I've been out at Wasteland. Well, you don't know what I'm talking about. You go to Cinema Wasteland, look it up. It's a three, it's one of those three-night horror convention of horror where all you geeks get together and talk about your love of, well, not just horror movies. I guess it's expanded. Some of these shows have expanded now, and they're not just horror movies or monster movies or science fiction. But it's expanded, and it has actors from all of those movies from, the, I'd say, some all the way back to the 1950s, go to these conventions. So it's actors that you might know when you're a B-movie classic expert. I mean, I wouldn't call them classics. I would call them B-movies, but even better than B-movies. Should have been A-movies, like Cujo. Wasn't that a big box office hit? And a lot of people go to their ticket box office for that one. And, of course, E.T. was, like, the number one movie for a very long time. And Dee Wallace from E.T. is here at Cinema Wasteland, I believe. Ah, but you turned in. You tuned in, not for all this. You tuned in to hear about the leprechaun. You wanted to hear about the leprechaun. And what is the connection between uh, my beautiful hair blowing in the breeze, screeching, shrieks, leprechauns, and banshees? Well... Me and the shrieking veggies. It's great to shriek out here when it's so windy. It's blowing in the wind. Just hear all those people click off of internet radio. They just clicked off of this website, blogtalkradio.com, Miss X, right now, as soon as they heard me shriek. In the shrieky weather. Oh. I think it's because I don't know if you'll get a signal here uh, to host when it is so windy out in Cinema Wasteland land. But apparently there is a connection. We ran out last time. We ran out of time last time telling you about their possible connection between leprechauns and banshees. Well, when you look up fairies and leprechauns in Ireland, you inevitably pull up the word banshee right along with it. Now, leprechauns really have nothing to do with death, do they? Little orange, red-haired leprechauns that dress in green. 
Well, all of that is really, mm, I didn't say make-believe. No, I did not. No, I did not. But the dressing in green and the hat and the orange red hair, all of that about the leprechauns developed <laughs> through the years. And, you know, it's probably man-made. But the leprechaun itself dwells out there with the fairies, and it might not be dressed all in green. The reason it might be dressed in green, it has to blend in with the leaves in the forest so that you don't see it. But a lot of times, I guess it likes to be seen. Times that the leprechauns like to be seen is when all you people, you humans, you're always after the leprechaun's gold leaves. The leprechaun's treasure alone. But no, you wouldn't. You're always after the treasure. And that's when the leprechaun gets mad. Remember, I think I told you last time, the leprechauns aren't always so nice. Leprechauns aren't none too nice. Because when you mess around with their gold, well, and the fair, again, we're running out of time because we only had 15 minutes and I was telling you all about Cinema Wasteland. Oh, geez. Again, don't step in the fairy ring. If you step in the fairy ring out there in the woods with the fairies and the leprechauns, the fairies will dance with you for seven years. Mm-hmm. Got to be true. I saw it on the Internet. <laughs> I saw it. I read it on the Internet. No, no. Remember what I always tell you. We're gonna. We still. The leprechaun still didn't get their due. Still ran out of time with the leprechaun. So I'm gonna tell you that we're gonna keep broadcasting the show. Revolting! Woo! You can listen to it in the archives. Those that might be listening live, the show will end in a few seconds. Those of you listening in the archives. And Borsi listening about my beautiful, long, curly hair through this whole show. You're going to continue to hear about the leprechauns. That's right. Yeah, beyond a 15-minute segment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fairy rings. Don't disturb them. And you're not to disturb the leprechauns because they make a shrill sound. And they also cobble shoes. Yeah, they're cobblers. I bet you didn't know that. You know, I'd like to go up and ask all the famous actors who were very well privileged to be in movies when I never was out here at Cinema Wasteland. I would ask them if they know that fairies are cobblers. They are cobblers. Not on the cobblestones. They cobble shoes. Shoes. Shoes they cobble. Turn this direction. Did you know that? The history? What do I hold here in my little hand? Piece of paper thing rustling away. Told you. If you wake up tired, I didn't tell you this yet, but if you wake up tired from a nightmare, that's because the puka took you. And they're kind of related to the leprechauns. Well, the puka are related to the leprechauns, kind of. But then again, not really. Kind of, but in a way, cue, on scary, nightmarish journeys. So you ever wonder why you have nightmares? Well, I told you that this show that you're listening to right now, Night Owls Radio, is the only show out there that solves the paranormal mysteries. We don't just talk supernatural. We solve supernatural. So to solve the puzzle of what happens when you're asleep and you're having nightmares and you feel like you're out of body, you're out of your body, you're in another realm, well, because you are, according to ancient lore, the puka are taking you. They're like fairies, and the fairies will escort you, and I'm putting it nicely, 
escort you on a very nightmarish journey. So that's why you're having nightmares and you wake up really tired the next day. Oh, you wake up freezing with your hands like me now because you don't have any gloves that you have to wear at Cinema Wasteland this weekend. Yes, unbelievably gloves. That's how cold out it is in here. Oh, out there. Yeah. Oh, it's so cold. So cold out there. Well, you do have to look out for the puka. You have to stay away from looking for the pot of gold because you don't want to upset the leprechaun. Banshees shrill and scream when there is a, a foretelling of death. Leprechauns don't. No. Leprechauns don't foretell the death. No, they don't foretell the death. They're not dead by bothering a leprechaun, but they do have an association with the wind. The wind on the base of trees. Ah, if you hear the wail and the shriek known as keening, when you hear that, that banshee shriek, She's dressed all in gray with long, grayish, black hair. Banshee. The wailing is known as keening. So the leprechauns are always not so nice. What did we learn here today? We have more leprechaun stories coming up for you in the future because we are out of time on Blog Talk Radio. And why are we whispering? I don't know. But what do I always, always always tell you at the conclusion of every show come on I'm waiting for your answer I don't hear you I don't hear you I always tell you I don't say until next time I say I'll be back in the words of the immortal she beast I'll be back said I have to say that's from She-Beast 1960 movie. I think it came out in 63, something like that. Until next time, I'll be back. Happy screams. Happy screams.